What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Tuesday, September 26th. South Florida still rocking and rolling after an awesome sports weekend. There's so much to feel good about. There's so much to be excited about. It wasn't just a one-day deal. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come on here on a Monday and we're going to have a victory Monday. And then it's on to the Bills. And UM's on a bye week. So I'll just come on here and we'll, we'll talk about the Marlins and the Panthers preseason games and Inter-Miami's match coming up. Heck no. Not that I won't discuss any of that. Although I'm telling you right now I won't discuss the Panthers preseason games. That's not going to happen. Just mentioning that they had a preseason game or two of them is more than probably anybody else did. This is still all about the Miami Dolphins. What they did on Sunday, just incredible. I still can't get over it. I don't think a lot of you can get over it. And what are they going to take from that game where they put up 70 points and take it on that plane, that 747 that's going to fly them from Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport to Buffalo. What are they going to do Sunday against the Bills? This offense right now, it's off the chain. Or should I say off the chan? Because as I was saying yesterday on the show, Devon Achan, that's the way to say it. He told the Miami Dolphins yesterday it's not Devon A-Chain, it's Devon A-Chan. So get used to it because from what I saw Sunday, we might be seeing Devon A-Chan quite often this season and for many seasons to come. People in South Florida right now, sports fans are very happy. You're excited about this Dolphins team, and that's fantastic. You should be very excited. I heard people... For the past 48 hours, I'm so excited, and I just can't hide. rightfully so, you're excited and you're entertained, which is really the most important part. I always need to be entertained. Like, I'm doing the show yet again this afternoon from lovely Medellin, and over here, I'm always entertained. Girls, 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 girls. All of you can always be entertained in South Florida, at Dean's Gold as well. You'll be surrounded by beautiful women, so you'll be entertained. You want to go celebrate a Miami victory? Go to Dean's Gold. You want to go watch a football game or a baseball game and never be bored? Go to Dean's Gold. I'm not telling you this right now as like some live advertisement. I'm just telling you uh, the truth. You know on this show I'm always all about... You all know what I love, and I know what a lot of you love, so Dean's Gold, you'll be surrounded by action, beautiful action. I'll tell you more about Dean's Gold later on, but I just had to tell you that right now because when I think of action and excitement, trust me, it's not just the Miami Dolphins that I think about. So here we are, Tuesday, September 26th. We are in the last week of the month. 
We're also in the last week of the entire Major League Baseball season, at least the regular season. And I was scoreboard watching yesterday, although I wasn't really just watching the scoreboard. I was watching the game. I was watching the Yankees and the Diamondbacks. Tonight I'll be scoreboard watching and I'll be viewing the Marlins and the Mets. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. I love how the Marlins are still in this thing and they got a really good shot. Tonight they open up a three-game series City Field against the Mets. The Marlins, they got some help yesterday from the New York Yankees. Thank you very much to the New York Yankees. So now the Marlins enter their final week of the regular season. They're one game behind the Diamondbacks and they're one game behind the Cubs. The Marlins have the tiebreaker over Arizona and Chicago, whether it's heads up or a three-way tiebreaker. The Marlins have them all. So all they've got to do, I'm trying to make this sound easy, but I don't have to because it is easy. All the Marlins have to do is have a week where they are one game better than either Arizona or the Chicago Cubs. They don't have to be one game better than both of them. Just one game better than either of them. And if they can do that, which I think they can, then we will get Marlins postseason baseball. It just seems weird, those words coming out of my mouth. And I could go back to the recordings of this show from earlier this year, and I think I made that statement 30 or 40 or 50 times. These words just feel weird coming out of my mouth about the Canes basketball team, FAU basketball team, big time, the Heat, the Panthers, so many things that have gone on. Even the other day, the Dolphins scoring 70 points in an NFL game. There have been so many words that have come out of my mouth here in 2023 that I would have never thought I'd ever say. And you guys are saying the same stuff. You just don't have the microphone and the headset on and all that, but you talk about it with your friends and family, and it's it's just so much fun. And I don't think it's going to stop. It's not going to stop anytime soon. The only thing it's stopping for right now for just like a week or so is the University of Miami football team. The Canes are on a bye week. So I'm not going to dive into... Uh, the Canes today, I won't even do it tomorrow or the next day, but their next game was announced yesterday to be an 8 p.m. game. That's October 7th at home against Georgia Tech. When I saw that, I said, wait a minute, let me go look at that Dolphins schedule. The Dolphins play the next day against the Giants at 1 p.m. So you talk about a quick turnaround for a stadium, not only the field, but the seats, the food, well, UM doesn't get like that full of a stadium. And I'm not trying to take a shot at them, but it's true. It's not like there's going to be 70,000 people there and the cleaning crew is going to have a, a huge mess. But the tailgating, whatever mess there is inside the stadium, the field preparations, 8 p.m. game on a Saturday night, 
And then a 1 p.m. game for the Miami Dolphins, which means the field's got to be ready by, what, 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning when players start taking that field. A little bit of an odd choice for the uh, time of that game, but that's what it is. And I won't talk about the Canes until most likely next week. I got a lot of other things to get to, but I can't until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. There are now three undefeated teams in the NFL. The 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles, and your Miami Dolphins. When you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. And if you look around the league, I think in the NFC, that is a fair representation of their two best teams. I know Cowboys fans might argue that, but come on, who are you kidding? The Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers, you could definitely see them in the NFC Championship game again. The only addition I would make overall to the best teams in the NFL, aside from the three teams that are 3-0, and I would add the Kansas City Chiefs. The class of the NFL right now, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Miami Dolphins. Again, words coming out of my mouth that I never thought I would say, but they're true. The cool thing for the Miami Dolphins is they get to go to Philly in week seven, so they'll be taking on the Eagles, and then they also play the Chiefs in Germany. So we're all going to have, including the Dolphins, a really good gauge of where this team is And we'll know before the playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Oh, yeah. You better believe it. The Miami Dolphins will be there. It's only been three weeks. More crazy words. After three weeks of football, we already know. And don't tell me you don't know if it's going to happen or not. We already know by looking at this team after three weeks They will be in the playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. I looked up the odds yesterday on the Hard Rock Bet app. And no, you still cannot use it in Florida. Very soon, though, just follow my X feed at Andy Slater. I looked up the odds, and the Dolphins are minus 1,000 to make it. Minus 1000 So you would have to put up $1,000 to make a $100 profit for the Miami Dolphins to get in. I wouldn't do that because I just don't like those odds after three weeks of football. You never know about Tua, but you can't just sit here and say, oh, it's, it's something I can't wager on because of Tua. It's that minus 1,000 is way too much. I don't see a lot of value there. But the Miami Dolphins, I think it's very clear that they're the class of the National Football League. I'm still trying to digest what I saw on Sunday. I can't help but be overwhelmed by the pure speed that the Dolphins put on the field. 
a lot of you probably saw some of the Monday night football games last night. Yes, plural, games. Did they even look like the same sport that you saw Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium? Last night you had four offenses trying to score. And then think about what you saw with the Dolphins offense on Sunday. They get 10 touchdowns in one game. The starting quarterback didn't play in the fourth quarter. They took a knee with a chance to score more. That is a scary good football team. I know I can't be alone here when I say this, but after Dan Marino left and before Tua came, were Sundays not boring watching the Dolphins? To me, that was the Dolphins' worst crime. They were just uninteresting. I know they had some good players come through. Ricky Williams was probably the best offensive player to come through before this recent run. But I would watch other teams on Sunday. We would all see other teams on a Sunday. The greatest show on turf, the Chiefs' recent dynasty. And I would always think how much more fun Sundays would be if our local team was anything like that. If they were so much fun to watch. And now the Dolphins are that team. Other teams around the league are asking, hey, why don't we have speed like that? Why aren't we doing all that motion stuff that McDaniel's got going on? Why aren't we as exciting as the Miami Dolphins? We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. It's been a long time since that was a real thought. But now it is. And it's incredible to watch. Yes, this week will be very telling, going to Buffalo, seeing what they could do against the Bills, and there's also a key stat that's not talked about enough. That stat is the number one. Tua has been sacked one time through three games. Barely any pressure on him, barely any hits, barely anyone making him feel uncomfortable in the pocket. He's back there doing what he wants. And he could do it when he wants and how he wants, which is great. Buffalo, though, they've seen him play enough to know their number one job is going to be, we need to get our hands on him. They'll probably borrow stuff from the Patriots playbook. They'll use lots and lots of safeties to keep everything in front of them. They'll try to limit the burst of Tyreek and Waddle in the open field. That'll probably be the adjustment. But I think getting to Tua, that'll be priority number one for Buffalo. It's kind of amazing if you think about it. Tua said he thought about retiring a few months ago because he kept getting head injuries. He had an offseason to think about it, and he decided to come back. He decided to get better and learn martial arts to protect himself. He hasn't really had to use it because he's been so clean. The Dolphins' offensive line has been a huge surprise. I'm very interested to see what adjustments are going to be made in this game coming up Sunday because that's what the NFL is about. It's all about adjustments. Teams see something going on. They look at that video. They come back, and they try to force something different to happen. 
any coach who is smart is going to look at the Dolphins in week one, two, and three and say, hey, Tua is way too clean. Tua's got way too much time. He's not feeling the defense at all. And I think that's going to be the big change that we see on Sunday. If we don't, maybe Buffalo tried, but the Dolphins O-line is just really good, especially with Teron Armstead back. I remember during the offseason, we would talk about, okay, let's see what happens to Tua. The first time he gets hit, what's going to happen? Well, nothing's happened yet. We're going to be in October, and no one's gotten a clean shot at him, which is fantastic. But the Bills have to see that. The one sack against him was almost, like, polite. He was nicely taken down. Look, if two is healthy at the end of the year, having seen what I've seen so far, not only is he the MVP in the NFL, but the Miami Dolphins will be playing deep into January and possibly even February. I don't want to go crazy overreacting because we've only got week four coming up. But at the same time, I don't want to underreact because what we're seeing is nuts. They just put up a 70 spot in a game where they took their foot off the gas. And the Broncos in that game, they just said the heck with this. People are talking about the Dolphins needed to respect the game. Mike McDaniel took a knee at the end. He didn't want to humiliate them. You know what? I would argue the Broncos humiliated themselves. The Broncos were just ready to get out of there, warm up the bus. Although you don't have to warm up a bus. Just turn the engine on and and go. Go to the airport. You could tell the Broncos players in their mind were all thinking, Get me out of here! I have a feeling the Broncos will not be the last team to question their life choices after taking on the Dolphins' offense, especially in South Florida, with a huge home field advantage. Putting the road team in the sun, having the home team in the shade, heat index over 100, you're down 30 to 40 points in the third quarter. I could see how that would break some teams. I don't think it's going to happen every week, but it could happen again this season. What's also going to happen again this year, my poker tournament, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament. It happens every single month at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. The next one will be coming up Tuesday night, October 17th. Put a reminder in your phone. You still got time for that. And you don't have to wait for my tournament to go play poker at the Hard Rock. They've got great action going on all day long, all night, into the wee hours of the morning. You've got players at the poker table. They got cash in front of them. There's tournaments going on. There's always action in the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. If you want to get in a tournament, their entire list of tournaments can be found on SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com. That is the site. Check it out. SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com. And I hope to see you very soon at a poker table at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Live racing going on every week right now at Gulfstream Park during their sunshine meet. You could go to Gulfstream Park, go to their trackside restaurant. That's where I go when I'm at Gulfstream Park. Get yourself a nice table. The AC is kicking in 10 Palms, their trackside restaurant. 
You watch the racing live right in front of you. You'll have a great meal and hopefully win some money. You could wager as little as 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. Any day is a great day to head on out to Gulfstream Park, especially when they've got live racing and they've got it every single week. Go to GulfstreamPark.com for all the details. And if you can't make it out to Gulfstream Park this week or next week or anytime, you could wager from wherever you are legally in the state of Florida. Download the First Bet app. The First Bet app is the official wagering app of Gulfstream Park. I have a bet 66 to 1 for the Miami Marlins to win the World Series. I placed the wager in the supermarket in Medellin. True story. I put a million pesos on it so I would get a 66 million peso profit, which is a pretty good amount of money. Can the Marlins do it? Well, first they got to get in. But I'm a believer. They have the softest schedule of the three teams fighting for a spot. They only have to be one game better than Arizona or Chicago. The Cubs are in Atlanta starting tonight, a three-game series. Atlanta has won 100 games, and they still have something to play for. They want the best record in the league. That would be the National League and all of Major League Baseball. They want home field throughout, secured. They'll probably get it, but it's not secured yet. The Braves, they're not going to slow down. The Marlins, they go to City Field. That's where they are tonight. The Mets, they're a disaster. But it's very clear, because we saw this in Miami, the Mets would love to play spoiler against a division rival. What else do they have to play for? Actually, they haven't had anything to play for in like months. I don't even think it's pride or professionalism. I just think the only motivation for the Mets is to give it to Miami and try to ruin their chance. The Mets are a hugely underachieving team. The Marlins are an absolute overachieving team. The Mets season's been a disaster. The Marlins season has been a success. But the Marlins, at this point, with how close they are, they've got to get in. What happens if they get in? Sandy and Yuri are both done for the season, so... Who knows? Just get in. We saw it. We saw it with the Heat, the Panthers. Just get in. And as I told you earlier, you want to celebrate these games. You want to celebrate South Florida success. You want to watch these games. Head on over to Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, where you'll be surrounded by gorgeous Dean's Gold is the ultimate gentleman's club for a reason. That's because the beautiful girls that you'll see the minute you walk in the doors they come from all over the world. So many different countries are represented at Dean's Gold. You will have yourself an incredible night or even early morning. Dean's Gold is open every day from 8 p.m. all the way until 6 a.m. Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street and Biscayne Boulevard. That's in North Miami Beach. Have yourself a great Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning. Surround yourself with beautiful women 
who come from all over the world. There's only one place in South Florida you could do that. It's the ultimate gentleman's club, Dean's Gold. Something else you don't want to miss, your chance at retiring early. Yes, it can happen. You might think there's no way. Yes, there is a way. Contact Trajan Wealth. The great people at Trajan Wealth will be able to help you. They will design a plan based around your goals. Not theirs, but most importantly, yours. Trajan Wealth is located locally in Palm Beach. Visit their site, TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or call them at 561-390-1000. You might think, I've got everything handled. I know what I'm doing. But that may not necessarily be true. It will cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth. Why wouldn't you? Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. Here on this Tuesday, Uncle Luke, Luther Campbell, joins us on the Andy Slater Show. It is known as a Luke Tuesday. Luke, before I get to any sporting activities, I see your Instagram story, your feed. I see you hanging out with Miko Grimes. You come on here every week and you say, you know what, I'm single now. And now you're posting pictures with Miko Grimes. What's going on? No comment. Well, this is a talk show. I mean, like the whole point of it is to comment. No comment. (laughs) No comments. I mean, you you just posted a picture with you and Miko the other day. No comment. No comment. What what do you uh, have a comment on? This afternoon, the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, number one. They will take that ball and run it down your ass. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Were you tailgating with anyone uh, in the no, parking lot no, causing trouble? No, 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 no. I had a concert in, in uh, Atlanta, so I decided to stay over. So, no tailgating for me. What, and then, and listen, man. I'm listening. The Marlins, 80 games. The Heat, finals. The the Dolphins on off the chain. The Hurricanes, undefeated. Uh, Messi comes to Miami. Miami Edison winning. Boy, this is some kind of year here. This is some kind of year, Andy. You ain't got nothing to hate on, Andy. You have nobody or nothing to hate on. Only thing you got to hate on is them sorry Raiders, your team. <laughs> That's all you can talk about. Well, my Cowboys did take a beating. Yeah, week. yeah. Please, let's not bring up other people's football yeah. teams. You don't, you, you don't, hey, you don't want to go there. But out of everything you just mentioned, Luke, and there was a long list, and – you didn't even include everything. Out of everything going on, what surprises you the most? Where you're just like, I can't believe it. I couldn't believe 70 points. 70 points in an NFL game where a bunch of grown men were getting paid millions of dollars. 70 points. I, I mean, I'm still in disbelief that the Dolphins scored 70 points on, a, on another professional football team. And it wasn't, they were playing against Bethune-Cookman. I mean... That's incredible itself. 
what the Marlins have done after they got rid of Derek Jeter, I told you they need to get rid of Derek Jeter, get rid of that bad omen. And, I mean, listen, man, you know, all this winning around here, we're getting back to where we used to be. You know, you thought the Europeans came in and took over the town and we just lost all of our Miami swag and all the people evacuated and left and went off to Georgia and, and, and you know, in Nebraska. But, no, we are still here. You mentioned the 70 points, and that's the huge story of the week. It was the huge story of Sunday. Why do you think, Luke, the Dolphins put up 70 points? Let me tell you. We always, and that's why I did the song Slide to a Slide. If Tua stays healthy, this man gets better every year when you really look at it. And under McDaniels, you know, the brother who's coaching the team, you know, because he is a brother, he's a half-brother. We got y'all give shots out to the brothers. We're making it happen for the Dolphins, even though y'all hate on the brothers in this town. But, you know, the man stays healthy in this offense the second year after what the offense put up last year with the weapons and the added weapons that they've put around it, you know, by being able to run the ball right now. I mean, I always say the Dolphins will be super dangerous if they get a running game. I said that last year. And when they did run the ball, you know, they put up big numbers even last year. What not a running game. And these guys got a chip on his shoulder. When you look at the, the running back uh, interview, he you know, he, he has a chip on his shoulder, which is what I like. The guy said, y'all talk about all these people y'all want to bring around here, which he was mentioning Davin Cook, but he didn't say it by name. But then I just want y'all to know I'm here and I'm just humble and I'm going to do what I do and I'll show y'all I'm better than anybody that y'all wanted to be here which I don't think he's better than Dalvin Cook. You know, he's a hometown guy. You feel me? But at the end of the day, I like the attitude of the chip on the shoulder. And the same thing with University of Miami. They're playing with a chip on the shoulder. You know, it's no longer guys pushing them around. They're pushing back, you know, after the play. When you see those type of things, you know you got a real football team. Let, and Tyreek Hill just having fun. Let me Tyree ask you Hill this. Is, you're, you're a high school football coach for Miami Edison. What do you think – the Bills and every other team that's about to play the Dolphins, what do you think they look at, Luke, when when they watch that video? The speed. The speed of that team is off the charts. You don't have running backs running 4-3. Add it on to the receiving core that you have that's running 4-3. It's just, the Dolphins, what, what McDaniels is doing, he's just getting the ball into the playmaker's hand very quick. Tua got a quick release, almost quick as Marino, and he's getting it into their hands to make them make plays. And they're doing it, you know, by getting the ball out real quick. They ain't running no real routes. They just, you know, they just sitting down in certain areas to get the ball to then use their athletic ability to get to where they're going at. You mentioned Dalvin Cook in the running game and Devon Achan, what he did, and Raheem Mostert, what he did, four touchdowns each. Do you think Mike McDaniel, it's hard to say no to this, but Luke, do you think Mike McDaniel was right or wrong? McDaniels. McDaniels. You call him. You you add the extra. Yeah, he's a like brother. We call brothers McDaniels, and y'all white boys call <laughs> uh, call him McDaniel. The but, man is a brother. The man got a black daddy, uh, Andy. He, okay, please acknowledge that. He said, I like the running back room. And, and look, they didn't get Dalvin Cook. They didn't get Jonathan Taylor if he was even available. So do you look at what's going on now and, and not say this guy was 100% right? Well, I mean, you know, let me tell you like this. 
you the, the, those guys, him and Greer, get paid to to uh, evaluate the talent that they got on the roster and make the decisions whether or not they want them or not. Like your girlfriend, uh, DePonte, back in the days when I told you she didn't know anything about evaluating talent. Maybe talent at, 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 the, at the Boys and Girls Club, but, you know, these guys are doing a real good job. You know what I'm saying? You got to give them credit where credit is due. Him and Greer is doing a good job. They got the roster full with talent, and they still, you know, got the, arguably one of the best defensive backs that ain't even out there, and they're doing what they need to do. I mean, people looked at – when you looked at the game last week, you thought the Dolphins were weak on defense. <laughs> you look at the game this week, I mean, they did what they had to do, got off the field, and put the offense back on the field to be able to score all those points. So it's a real team effort. How how does any of this work though with what they're doing, if if it's not for Mike McDaniel, even well, even the player acquisitions? Know, I mean, listen, hey, listen, you criticize Greer, all of y'all criticize Greer, the black man, and you throw him under the bus when the Dolphins roster is not stacked with the right players, the Dolphins roster, uh, the draft picks are bad, and nobody criticizes the coach. So you gotta you gotta give. Greer credit where credit is due. Him and McDaniels is doing the job. They're doing the job. They're doing their due diligence, and they're bringing the right talent. Okay, but wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. And, and I'm not so trying stop to stop that. Don't don't do uh, that. No, Andy. I'm just asking you this question, and I'm not trying to turn this into an argument. Who's right? Who's wrong? But no, this, it's not an argument. This is I'm a real question. Credit where credit is due. Okay, but this is a real question. Do you believe Tyreek Hill would be? a Miami Dolphin if Mike McDaniel was not the head coach? Tyreek Hill was coming to the bag and he wanted to come to South Florida. These guys who play in the league, Andy, they don't care where they're going at. They, they come to play for the bag. And they want to come play in a state, the state of Florida where, where we have no tax. Them dudes want to come to the bag. Who don't want to Tyreek Hill and every other Hill want to come to, want to come to Miami? Everybody want to come to South Beach. Everybody want to come to Miami Gardens. Everybody want to come. To, they want to come to Miami. And so when you look at what they have in a tour, then that makes it more uh, luxurious. Okay, I'll come to Miami. Ain't, them man ain't know nothing about no McDaniel's. McDaniel's ain't know whether he was gonna be a good head coach or not. You're talking about a guy who was a who who who, who, who was a uh, Who's playing? Who's coaching behind uh, Shanahan? And nobody even knew that he was really the coach. And everybody knows Shanahan's a, 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 a offensive genius. So for Greer, for Greer and Garfinkel to then take a chance on hiring McDaniel's, that make for them to interview this guy. They did that. They did that. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it's not about the the players are not coming to play. No player in the NFL is going to play for a coach. They're going to play for and, and the NBA and everywhere else. They're going to play for. They're going to play with with teammates who they think can get it done, and they're going to play for an organization in a city that they feel comfortable in going to. And by the way, shoot, you're talking about Kansas City over Miami, and then Kansas City wasn't going to pay you the same bag. Really? I just, you know. And and, and I'll make matters worse for you, Andy. 
I mean, the Kansas City arguably has the best quarterback in the NFL. So are you going to leave him? If you, you're not going to leave the best quarterback in the NFL whoa, 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 to come a to minute. a question mark. Hold on a minute. Really? Hold on a minute. First of what all, what are we doing? What first, are we first of all, when we talk about when we talk about Tua Luke again, Uncle Luke Luther Campbell with us here on the Andy Slater Show on a Luke Tuesday. When you talk about Tua, how how can it be said that Mike McDaniel did not unlock this guy? And even Tyreek, and, he, and even Ty, because Brian yes. Flores, Brian Flores didn't even have any faith in him at all. And then Tyreek says, Mike, "Hey, this no, is Mike, just Mike like Patrick Daniels. Mahomes." Mike McDaniels did that, yes. But you, the question was, what the question was, you you're saying Tyree Hill came here to play for Mike McDaniels, and I'm telling you, no, that wasn't the case. And then you, no. then you try to, then you try to say the uh, 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 Tyree Hill came here to play for Tour, and I'm telling you, Tyree Hill left left the the best quarterback in the NFL right now today, and, uh, and Tour has not Tour has not accomplished what. What did, what what this young fella has over in in Kansas City? Let's be real. And, and, and look, let, let me let me just be clear. Don't do that. Let Andy. me let me be clear here. I, I never said that Tyree came to play for Mike McDaniel. I believe it's just my belief that Mike McDaniel, when he became the head coach, hey, this is how we unlock Tua. We need to go get Tyree Kill, and then Chris Greer got it done. You you might want to say it like that. Yes. Because Mike McDaniels came from a team in San Francisco where they had a guy similar to Tyreek Hill and Debo. And Debo does what he do in the backfield. Debo can line up anywhere on the field and Debo can get it done. So Mike McDaniels said yes. Mike McDaniels and and Greer. Greer, inter Greer interviews Mike McDaniels. They have a conversation about what they look at, what they're looking for in the offense. They already said we got a defensive coordinator in-house, uh, a holdover from from uh, the last regime. So what? So how is this offense going to work? Mike McDaniels had that conversation with Mr. Greer. Mr. Greer and Tom Garfinkel make the decision that they want to hire this guy because that's what they – we like what he's talking about. He's an offensive genius, and now we got to go get the pieces. What type of pieces you want, Mike, to make this offense uh, 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 score 70 points on another – professional team they go get those pieces they is, go get is it, and is that, it and that's what they did is it okay but it luke, starts with Greer. is it, it starts with Greer. is it okay luke for dolphins fans to be like extremely extremely excited right now or would you suggest luke okay it's three weeks be happy but chill a little bit well let me tell you it's when you've been losing for over a decade you need to get excited for every moment that you're winning. No different than our beloved Hurricanes. You got to give. You got to take advantage of the excitement right now because you don't. You never know when it's going to crash and burn. Right. This is not the Miami Heat. You know what I'm saying? We only got one winning program around here. You know everybody else. You know they'll start off fast. You know, and then before you know it, it it, it the, the the bottom drops out. You know, and this has been going on. This has been going on for years. But I just, I just got a a good feeling about this group right here. Uh, if Tua stays happy, uh, uh, healthy, if he stays healthy, and you got to understand, Slater, Tua started his, his 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 year off 
over with me at Miami Edison Senior High. He came to the hood. He came to the hood and got some of that hood blood in him and got some of that hood <laughs> water in him. He came to Liberty City. That's why this man playing out of his mind. He ain't never played like this, Andy, until he came to see the Godfather. He had to come kiss the ring. He had to come over there and holler at George truly, Uncle Luke. That same thing with you. I make your show on third on Tuesday. I, I just if, I, if I'm not on your show on Tuesday, your ratings are in the trash. <laughs> your fans sit here and then they wait for me on Tuesday. They do. And then they deal with the rest of your the rest of what you got to talk about for the rest of the week. They they do. I get tons of messages every Tuesday. Luke was on so, fire so, today. Andy, you got to deal with it. it. It's me and Grill and Garfinkel. <laughs> the man came over. They say, Tour, you need to go holler at Unc. If you don't holler at Uncle Luke, then it ain't happening for you. The last guy, same thing. Andy, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade needs to spend some days with uh, uh, Uncle Luke. And your career will be great. So Tudor came. He finally, he finally came. Same thing with the Marlins. I go out there and throw out a wild pitch, try to throw a slider, <laughs> and I used it, and it got away from me. And what happened to the Marlins? The Marlins win 80 games. Are you serious? I, I got Same I got, thing with Mario Cristobal. He had to come over there and holler at up. And we had to go down to the Cuban restaurant and have some cafe caleche. And we sit down and have a, a, a meeting of the minds. And Hey, and all of them are winning. You cannot, you can't go get Gloria Safan and all the rest of these people and then expect that you are Miami. No, I am Miami. I'm, I am the centerpiece of it all. The almanac, and you got to come kiss the ring, Andy. I, I love the enthusiasm. This might have been the longest Loot Tuesday we've ever had, and every single second of it was good. We got 25 seconds left somehow. And Luke, you mentioned Tua had hood water. Can can you describe hood water? Hood water is when you go to Liberty City and get some hood water. Not Miami Gods. Miami Gods is not the hood. Miami Gods, the, the black folks in Miami Gods, they got curtains and air conditioning. When you got to go to the hood, when you come to the hood, you, you come to Liberty City. You got to go to the foundation of it all. And drink the Who water. Came, there were all the great other athletes that came from. He drunk some of that water on 62nd Street. You know what 62nd Street means. You white people don't talk about it, but y'all know y'all try to avoid 62nd Street. But Tua did not avoid 62nd Street. He got off on 62nd Street and I-95, came over to Miami Edison, and he drunk some hood water. You, you, and that man straight. You need to drink some Medellin water. No, no, no. I need something else out of Medellin. Some of them women. <laughs> Uncle Luke, see you later, buddy. Hey, you have a good day. You too. What a performance. Wow. The longest one ever, but... Hey, everyone should be excited. You can hear his voice. He's very excited. All right, that is all the time I've got for this Tuesday afternoon. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.